A former New Zealand soldier who gave key evidence in a trial centred around a now-disgraced former Australian SAS soldier has been deemed an unreliable and dishonest witness by the trial judge. Ben Robert-Smith, who won the Victoria Cross for his actions in Afghanistan, had sued Australian newspapers who'd accused him of war crimes, including the murder of prisoners. But the court dismissed the defamation action against the newspapers and journalists, finding the allegations to be substantially true. The evidence of person 35 who was in the New Zealand SAS before serving for Australia was discredited in the detailed judgment. Well, joining us now is one of the investigative journalists who revealed Robert Smith's war crimes and who was subject to the defamation action, Nick McKenzie from the Melbourne Age. Hi, Nick. Good afternoon. Nick, can you just paint a picture for us? How was this person 35 and Ben Robert Smith connected? What was the relevance of that witness? They served together in Afghanistan. Person 35 joined the Australian SASR from New Zealand. He's back in New Zealand now, so he flew from New Zealand to Australia to testify. He was one of Robert Smith's best mates and closest supporters, and he played an absolutely critical role in the trial. A central allegation involved two prisoners taken out of a tunnel at a compound called Compound Whiskey uh, 108, Easter, Easter Sunday, 2009, it was person 35 who detained the two men in the tunnel, the two prisoners, took them out and they were executed by Robert Smith's patrol. Robert Smith killed one, another soldier killed the other, murdered them in, in cold blood. These are prisoners under confinement. Now, person 35 went to court and said the tunnel was empty. There were no prisoners taken. They never existed. And that's been exposed by the judge as an absolute lie. Uh, and more than that, the judges found person 35 effectively colluded and covered up uh, war crimes to protect his friend. So in essence, in essence, he was a corroborating witness for Ben Robert Smith, backing up his story. Uh, absolutely right, Ben, corroborating a lie, effectively, or, or attempting to. Um, he was also a very colourful witness. Uh, his, his testimony was extraordinary. I mean, some of the more colourful aspects of it, and they pale into insignificance uh, when compared to the, the hardly allegation that you know, Afghan prisoners were murdered, which is now found by a judge to have been true. Uh, but the colourful sort of sideshow really gave an insight into the character of uh, this New Zealander. Now, we expect our special forces to be men of integrity, and this man was anything but. Uh, for instance, photos were revealed showing that he dressed up uh, at a, a fancy dress party in Afghanistan as a member of the KKK, the uh, infamous white supremacist group. Hardly an appropriate thing to do if you're in a, um, a mostly Muslim country. Uh, this is a man who, even on the eve of his testimony, was posting on Instagram uh, posts that were deriding civilians executed as no big loss. Uh, he was mocking our council, our barristers, as well, I won't even use the, the language he used. Now, of course, this Instagram posting was all put to him in in the court. Uh, we can Google, we found it. And it, it just it made him out not only to be a, a liar and a, somebody who was prepared to lie about murders, uh, but someone who had absolute disregard for the court process. And frankly, someone who was incredibly stupid. And, uh, and uh, it was these lies not just Robert Smith's lies, but the lies of his small band of mates, which really brought him undone. And, and the judge has been absolutely scathing about the conduct of, of person 35. 
Nick, tell us a bit more about the collusion. So these men served together, and he was, in essence, corroborating this lie, as you have pointed out. But what dealings did they have with each other in the lead-up to the trial and giving evidence, and also the funding of um, the men's legal team as well? It was really quite extraordinary, the level of collusion that Ben Robert Smith, Person 35, and their little band of cronies got up to. And it really must be said uh, at the outset, these lies were exposed not because of journalists. Um, now we, yes, we played our part, but ultimately the good men of the SES in Australia, and they are the vast majority, they stood up and told the truth in court. It was just this little band band of uh, of of. Ben Robert Smith brothers that lied, the vast majority came to court and told the truth. And these are SAS men who witnessed the prisoners being taken out of the tunnel, witnessed the executions happening before their very eyes. They told the truth in absolutely visceral detail and were believed by the judge because they spoke honestly and because there was a vast amount of corroborating evidence. The lies that were put they were put because they were woven in the lead up to the trial. And then Robert Smith flew to New Zealand. They pretended it was a it was a bit of a family holiday, no big deal, absolute garbage. And the judge saw through that. He was uh, colluding with person thirty five, along with two other core witnesses. In fact, he flew to New Zealand, America. He was flying all over the world, meeting witnesses face to face, so he couldn't be tapped by the police to concoct uh, these lies. The other aspect of collusion or sort of witnesses grouping together to defeat the truth involved Ben Robert Smith paying the legal fees for 35 and for other uh, small small number of other witnesses. These were men who were entitled to go to the Defence Force of Australia and get free legal independent legal advice, which is what most of the SS soldiers in the case did. They had uh, barristers, independent barristers, paid for by the Defence Department. But Robert Smith arranged on the side commercial lawyers paid for by him uh, much more expensive uh, to represent these guys, creating a, a bond of obligation. I'm going to look after you. I'll pay your legal fees. Yeah, person 35's legal fees, not just the fees for the defamation case, but le- his legal fees for the major war crimes inquiry run by uh, his honour justice Brereton in Australia. Uh, so paying their legal fees, meeting with them, colluding over the phone using secret encrypted messenger apps. This was all exposed and laid bare by the judge. And the judge says this is absolute collusion. The, the evidence is, is not independent. In fact, more than that, it's a pack of lies. Nick, we're almost out of time, but I'm curious. General, in general terms, what is Person 35 doing and have you spoken to them? I've not spoken to Person 35. Uh, I know what they're doing. I can't give too much detail away um, uh, uh, because I need to respect the court orders around their identity. Can you tell uh, us whether he's still, uh, they're still in the forces? Is uh, he allowed I, to say? I, listen, I, I understand they were a, a reservist. Um, uh, I, I don't think that's the case anymore given the um, uh, the, the circumstances, uh, but they're still... a. a very much an active member of the Defence Force community in New Zealand and Australia and uh, unfortunately still stoking um, the flames of disinformation, uh, still pretending that war crimes uh, aren't a big deal uh, and a small rump of people who continue to disgrace uh, the Australian military in stark contrast to the many more good men of the SNS who've actually stood up for what's lawful and appropriate.
Really appreciate your time this evening. That is Nick McKenzie from the Melbourne Age, one of the journalists who um, uncovered the story about Ben Robert Smith and has been vindicated with the judge's ruling, saying that, well, he did commit war crimes, including murder. The allegations, according to the judge, substantially true.